Amen. Now, with all of that said, I'm going to do what I normally do on Mother's Day. I'm, I'm just going to talk a little while to the great moms of this church and all others that are listening today. This will be a little different because uh, this is not a normal scripture for Mother's Day. But bear with me. I think maybe you'll glean something from what we have to say today. Luke chapter 15 is a parable that Jesus told or a story that Jesus told. He said, a certain man had two sons, beginning at verse 11. A certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my father have bread enough and to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. And when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Pardon me. But the father said unto the servants, Bring forth the best robe, put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. The story of the prodigal son is one of the most popular in the scriptures. It's a very powerful story that Jesus told. A son made some bad choices, and he squandered away his inheritance, the Bible said, in riotous living. And after a season, he realizes he makes a mistake, and when he is about to fill his belly with hog slop, if I could use that term, he makes a mistake, and, and he says, you know what? My, my father's servants have better than this. I am about to go home. And we understand that the father met him when he came home, and he welcomed him back, and he restores him as his son. It's a great story on many levels, the typology, the love, the restoration, the jealous uh, brother, uh, etc. All these things make a powerful and intriguing story. But when I read that story, I find something missing. I find something missing in that story that I want to talk about today. And that is where was the prodigal's mother? Where was his mother? 
She's never mentioned at all, never talked about. Was she there or was she non-existent? If I could talk to you today from this simple subject, mother, where are you? Where are you? Here's what I do know, and I realize this. It's not a great, astounding uh, revelation, but everybody has a mother. Everybody. Now, you may have a mother that has passed on. Uh, your mother may have, have uh, died in the last year or years before. Uh, and for you, I, I rejoice if, uh, if things were good and I, I worry with you if things are bad. But here's what I know. Everybody had a mother. Everybody. And where this mother was, I do not know. I cannot help but wonder how different this story might have been with a mother present in that home. Would she have convinced him to stay? Would she have tracked him down when he wound up in a pig pen? What would have changed uh, had the mother been present? Could she have talked some sense into him? Could she have blocked the door? Could she have begged and shed tears like only mothers can? One of the greatest presidents in U.S. history, he, he, he said this, all that I am or all that I hope to be, I owe to my angel mother. His name was Abraham Lincoln. His mother was present in his life. It has, it has been stated that life didn't come with an instruction manual, and it don't. It comes with something far better. It comes with a mother. It comes with no instruction manual, but a mother with built-in intuition and knowledge above measure, a mother in your life. You see, I know and I understand that we are living in a different day, and there's a lot of things now that are happening around our world that didn't used to happen. But I promise you this, mothers are still needful, and every part of our lives, our mothers, are important. It has been said, let me read this, clinically, it has been clinically proven that a child without a mother faces deep and negative emotional issues. In an article entitled, The Effects of an Absent Mother Figure by a man by the name of Giles, the claim is made that without a mother, a child is more prone to face low self-esteem, antisocial behavior, emotional problems, and juvenile delinquency. It also produces trust and boundary issues and may cause a motherless individual to have difficulty forming healthy adult relationship. In short, ladies and gentlemen, our lives are lacking without mom. Mothers, we need you. Mother, where are you today? Mothers, please realize how valuable you are to society not just to your family, but to the world and the world around you. You know, the mother's worth is way more than I can tell you today. 
In Proverbs chapter 31 and verse 10, it said, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. And then in verse 28, it said, Her children arise, arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. The, the passage speaks of a virtuous and priceless woman. But she was more than that. Verse 28 said she was a mother. She had children. The book of Proverbs begins with the Proverbs of Solomon, that son of David, king of Israel. He was a great long, he was a great king and and long descendant of, of people a power and the son of a great king. He was powerful and supreme. People bowed down in his presence and they obeyed his command because he had great authority. Where was Solomon's mother? Let me show you in the word of God. Solomon's mother, the wisest man that ever lived, was present and Solomon honored her. In 1 Kings 2.19, the Bible said Bathsheba went to King Solomon to speak to him for Adonijah. And the king arose to meet her, bowed before her, and sat on his throne. Watch this. Then he had a throne set for the king's mother, and she sat on his right. He bowed before his mother, even brought forth a throne for her. What honor and respect. Solomon understood the importance of his mother in his life, and he was a very wise man. She supported not only Solomon, but her other children as well. What would Solomon have been without his mom? Would he have been called the wisest man on earth? Where are you, mother? You are needed. Where does a mother rank? In God's eyes, well, the scripture said in Proverbs 31 that she was compared to a ruby. Let me give you a few facts today. The ruby is mentioned as one of the 12 precious stones created by God when he created mankind. The ruby has been called the Lord of gems. It adorned Aaron's breastplate and was a symbol of Judah. In ancient times, rubies were considered more valuable than diamonds. Think about that. And in the 16th century, in 16th century, they were valued eight times higher than any other stone. And here the Lord says in his word that a virtuous woman, her price is far above rubies. The Bible compares mothers to rubies in an effort to set the value at its pinnacle, to let the reader know there's nothing more valuable than a godly, praying, wonderful virtuous woman that is a mother. The Bible shows us even deeper revelation of, of a mother, the value of a mother. As a matter of fact, mother is used 245 times in the scriptures. And if you read Strong's Concordance, it will tell you that that word literally means the bond of the family. I put a little something on Facebook this morning honoring my wife, and I said to her, you are the center of our family. It's the glue that holds the kids and, and the family 
together. The mother, there's nothing like a praying mother. There's nothing like the power of prayer that comes from a mother's lungs. I'm telling you right now, that breath will exhale and God would listen because he hears the voices of praying moms. In other words, a mom is so important. Without mom, the bond of the family is gone and a family will often fall apart Where are you, mother? I'm calling for you today. There's many things that you do. There's many things that you're involved in in your your family's life. If you do a Google search, it reveals a nearly endless list of what mothers really do. Here's some. I'll just take a few minutes and talk about it. They're the personal chef, the head cheerleader, the housekeeper, the taxi driver, The judge mom, she has court daily in her house. The hairstylist, the bedwetting patrol, the keeper of secrets, the food tester, the family therapist, the errand runner, the laundry expert, the janitor, the teacher, the ABCs and one, two, threes, the toy repair service, the finance manager, the refrigerator art director, the potty trainer, the search and rescue patrol, the lifeguard, the daycare provider, the personal assistant, the wardrobe stylist, the personal shopper, the PTA representative, are you listening? The play date coordinator, the birthday events director, the scary monster patrol officer, the dramatic storyteller, the backyard safety patrol, the boo-boo fixer, the kiss and hugs expert, the vacation coordinator and tour guide, the PhD in reverse psychology, the separation anxiety counselor, the seamstress, the blanket fort engineer, the stain remover expert, and the bodyguard, and the list goes on. Can you imagine a world without that? Can you imagine where where we would all be without a mother that does these things in our life. You know what? The true value of a mother can never even really be told. It is, it is known that mothers work about 90 hours a week. Their job defies logic. She's on call 24-7. Listen to me, Mom. Listen to me, Dads and family. The national average weekly salary for a full-time nanny is $705 a week. That's $36,660 a year. A regular cleaning service anywhere between $50 and $100 per visit, depending on how big your house is. You're looking at $100 per week at the bare minimum to stay presentable. That's another $5,200 a year. Does your mom ever run errands for you? Does she buy the groceries? Personal shoppers on an average run $65 an hour. Average the amount of time spent at the grocery stores or department stores per week is four hours and you're looking at another $260 a week and that's an extremely conservative average. That's $13,520 a year. Does your mom ever cook? Does she prepare meals? A personal chef can start from $400. That's $12,480 a year. And that's excluding any hosting extra meals to cook or exercise and entrees for potlucks and holiday parties. 
So far, we're looking at $67,860 per year. If your mom takes care of your finances, then add another $15 an hour for the average rate of a personal a financial assistant. And, and let's average five hours a week on financial personal services at $3,900 per year. If your mom does the laundry, you need to add at least a fee of $25 a week for the bare minimum washer dryer personal services, which he equals $1,300 per year. I can keep going. The average taxi fare is around $24 for 10 miles. Figuring at least six trips a week, that's another $7,488 a year. Add that onto your very conservative estimate for child care, house cleaning, and shopping. And there's an annual salary of $80,548 a year. And let's remember, there's no sick leave. There's no part-time paid time off. There's no 401k. All the incentives that someone who makes over 80000 a year would normally enjoy are not the part of the deal. The list falls embarrassingly short of all things that are actually accomplished by a mother. We haven't started to figure in the cost of the most important things in life. A loving hand on a skinned knee. Applause from the third row in the second grade school play. Tears of joy at a graduation, whether it's from kindergarten or college, dishes, diapers, drama, discipline, snapping, or shaping, excuse me, our consciences, leaving, or teaching the first lessons of love and loving us unconditionally. You tell me what the price of a mother is. Here's what I'll tell you. If the prodigal son would have had a mother in that story, it may have been a little different. He may have never left home. Washington Irving wrote this, the love of a mother is never exhausted. It's never changing. It never tires. It endures all in good repute, in bad repute, in the face of the world's condemnation, a mother's love still lives on. My question today is, mother, where are you? We need you. Mary, the mother of Jesus, was a typical mother. She was a constant part of the life of Jesus Christ. What did she do for him? I'll tell you what she did. She was the one that urged him to cause the first miracle. She had him turn the water into wine. She just said, take it to Jesus. He'll take care of that. What if the prodigal son would have had a mother like Mary, the mother of Jesus, in that story? Here's what Elizabeth said of Mary in Luke chapter 1. And blessed is she that believe, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. So Mary had faith in God. She lived a faithful life. She took Jesus to church. Oh, yes, she did. She taught him truth. As a matter of fact, she took him and he got lost in the synagogue at about the age of 12. And they had to go back and find him. Proverbs 1 and 8 said, forsake not your mother's teaching. Second Timothy 1 said, when Paul was writing to Timothy, he said, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. So what motherly 
teaching and faith did the prodigal miss out on? Mary, the mother of Jesus, even gave it to Jesus. But in this story of the prodigal, my question is, where are you, mother? Why weren't you there? She may have been dead. I don't know. She may, I, I don't know if she wasn't home. I don't know what the story was. But here's what I know. She's lacking in that story. We cannot have a world with a mother lacking. We cannot have a world with a mother non-existent. I'm preaching to you, Mom. We need you like we never need you. We need prayers. We need petitions before God. We need intercessors. We need leaders of the home. We need a mom that can raise her kids and teach them in the nurture and the admonition of God. I'm coming to you on a Mother's Day. I want you to have a happy Mother's Day, but I want you to do some thought today. Where are you? Where are you? Are you missing in your kids' life? Let me tell you something. I am now 66, and next week, or in about 10 days, 12 days to be exact, I'll be 67 years old. My mother is still in my life. She still thinks I'm six. I love you, Mom. She still wants to mother me. She wants to make sure I eat good. If I call or she calls and I'm mowing the yard, oh, honey, don't you get too hot. You stop and get you some water. She's still trying to, to treat me like I'm a little boy. You know why? She's been involved in my life all these years. She's been a part of my life all these years. I want to tell you today, Mom, you don't need to be non-existent. I don't care if your kids are grown. You have a right to speak into their life. You have a right to pray for them, to be a leader for them, to do the things that God would have you do because your price is far above rubies. The Bible, the Bible tells us that 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 prodigal son left. I wonder if mama would have went and found him. I wonder if she would have said, no, son, you're not leaving over my dead body. I wonder if she would have stood in the door. You know, we dads, we just kind of take things on the roll. And, you know, I remember, I can remember my dad, you know, when, I, uh, when he was alive and I was just a kid. I, I remember saying, you know, well, I, I'll just leave. Well, son, if that's what you want to do, you just do it. Not mama. Let me tell you, mama wanted, wanted to make sure everything was going to be all right. Mary stood at the, at the feet of Jesus at the cross and she wept for him when everybody else almost had deserted him and Jesus acknowledged his mother while he was hanging on the cross of the last 11 words of Jesus before death six of them concerned his mother in the, in the ESV version of John 19 verses 26 and 27 Jesus saw his mother and the disciples whom he loved standing nearby and he said to his mother woman behold your son then he said to the disciples behold your mother and from that hour the disciples took her to his own or the disciple took her to his own home. I've just come to preach to you today a strong mother in the life of the prodigal. A mother standing in the time of crisis may have made that story different that Jesus told. I know, I know, it's a far-fetched thing. We never have preached about the mother of the prodigal, but somewhere he had a mother. Somewhere she instilled some things into his life. I just wonder where she was the day he decided to leave. How valuable are you, Mom? What's your motherly worth? How good are you?
for you as far as spiritual leadership. A mother, a priceless mother, a mother is present that is priceless. Mother, your child needs you. Your family needs you. Your home needs you. Your church needs you. And furthermore and last but not least, this world needs you. You are priceless and you are invaluable. I pray this day that you would understand that God gave you a special place. We love you. We love you more than we can tell you. Look, I've watched my, my wife in raising our children. First-hand knowledge, things that I wouldn't think a thing about, she takes care of. Things that I wouldn't even consider, she's taken care of. I've watched my own mother, same thing. So the love of a mother is unmatched. The love of a mother is almost without comprehension. The love of a mother goes deeper than I can tell you today. So mom, wherever you are, love your kids enough to lead them in the ways of truth. Love your family enough to bring them to the feet of Jesus. You are so valuable to this world. As the mothers of America go, so goes America. If you quit praying, the world will quit praying. Your children are going to do what you teach them, and you teach them by example. I don't know where you are today, but I hope you're present. I hope you're present with your kids. I hope you're present with your family. I hope you'll take this day and recalculate the value of motherhood. Let me tell you, it's an honor to be a mother, and we honor you today. On this special Lord's Day, it is a special day every year. I always try to preach something to the mothers of this church, and today I'm doing it in a different fashion than I've ever done it, but I'm still talking to you, and I'm still telling you prayer, faithfulness, godliness, holiness, purity. All of these things are still important. The world is in a shape like it's never been. Mothers are absent in many kids' life, and it shows. But let me tell you, if you want your children to be successful, if you want them to be saved, if you want them to do the right thing, just be there and be the kind of mother of Proverbs chapter 31. And do the things that God has asked you to do in his word. Where are you, mother? Where are you? My question today is, where are you? I hope that you are where you ought to be. With Jesus Christ and with your family. May God bless you today. Have a happy Mother's Day. Have a blessed day. This is what I always say when we're in church together. Dad, if you're watching today, it's her day. Cook. When I leave here, I'm going home to cook. Now, I, I'm not going to tell you I'm going to try to clean it all up, but I'm going to cook. Cook. Take care of your wife today. Kids, take care of your mother today. Take care of that precious lady in your life. And mom, while they're cooking, consider, where am I really? I love you all. God bless you. Have a wonderful, wonderful Mother's Day. I hope to see you 
in the house of God soon. May God richly bless you today.